couple of years ago, I did a video called Where Is Your Money? It's a simple budget model for real estate agents. And the reason why I probably didn't get thousands and thousands of views is one, it's had the word budget in it. Uh, it's about money. That would be number two. And number three, I think it was pretty long, probably approaching 30 minutes. So what I wanted to do this week for the daily show up is bring that content back, chop it up a little bit and give you some bite size, some nugget sized pieces of you to be able for you to be able to consume it. So here is the first part of that simple budget model. Showing up is half the battle, but showing up is easier some days than others. Dailyshowup.com is a podcast, a live stream, reminding you to show up, how to show up and why it's important to keep showing up. And now, your host, Darin Persinger. going to walk you through what these numbers mean, what they mean to me, and why I started doing them in the first place. I started working on these numbers. And the more that I stared at this board, Makes sense when you look at it, right? You got to like stand back from it, you know? The more thoughts I had, the more ahas I had, the more clarity I got about the struggles that real estate agents, real estate brokerages, offices, and teams are having right now in the real estate industry. I had an epiphany or two. What's an epiphany? Nothing world shattering, nothing game changing, but maybe, just maybe, it will help you with your business deciding if you should start a team, stay solo, or maybe join a team, or if you should even get into real estate if you're looking at real estate as a possible career. Here's what I'm gonna share with you in this video. Number one is my resources and context of how I'm looking at this and where I got the information for all of this. Second, why the industry has changed, but not really, not that much, and why we're basically right back at where we started. <laughs> and by started, I mean like 20, 25 years ago. Third, why I'm making this video and why I even started to look at these numbers in the first place. That's, that's uh, too many numbers. Next is why people will start a team, then go back to being solo, then go back to starting a team, then go back to being solo, and they go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Stop this right! The sixth thing is why real estate agents and teams are brokerage hopping. I'm out of here. They're jumping ship, looking for something better, looking for the next office, looking for the next brokerage, looking for the next innovative place to put their license. And why are real estate agents and teams doing this more often and more frequently? At least that's what it seems like to me. That's what I'm observing. And number seven, the seven mistakes real estate agents are making with their budget model and with their PL, with their finances in general. I don't want you to make that mistake. So the first thing, the resources and context of how I'm looking at these numbers so that we can get on the same page. The first resource that I looked at was the MREA. Gary Keller wrote this book back in 2003, I wanna say, and specifically I'm looking at the budget model in there. I'm looking at page 193 for the ratios, the numbers, the percentages that he laid out for a millionaire real estate agent. Then the next thing is I'm looking at some financial books outside of the industry. A book called Simple Numbers, a book called Profit First, Open Book Management, and The Great Game of Business. No! 
Also, two people that I'm throwing up on here for resources is Adam Rundle and Dan Nicholson. These are two guys that I follow online that run financial service companies that do accounting. They know a lot about numbers, so I'm drawing from their information and resources. The next thing is my own context. In my career, I've run some smaller brokerages and some larger brokerages, some more of what they would say is the traditional model where agents are on a 50-50 split and that capping model where agents cap out and then earn a hundred percent. I've run brokerages as large as 150 agents and to be completely candid, I've had some brokerages that were extremely profitable and some others that let's say they weren't. I see no profit in it for me. Also from being a coach and trainer in this industry, I've worked with some extremely productive real estate agents that have done 300, 500, 700 transactions a year. Is that a lot? That's a lot. So I'm seeing what their financials looked like. I'm seeing what their model looked like and what kind of profit that they were taking to their bottom line. So besides drawing from these resources, I'm drawing from my own context of being in the industry for 20, 20, 22, 22 years now, basically. How old are you? You're going to see three different examples, one for a team, one for an agent on a team, and one for a solo agent. Looking at these numbers and the information I'm going to share with you, like I said, could help you maybe, maybe decide if real estate is the right career for you, if you should be starting a team on a team, or if you should stay as a solo agent based upon the numbers. The second thing I want to share with you, if you are newer in the industry, 5, 10, 15, maybe even 20 years newer, and if you have a little bit more experience, if you're more of a veteran, just remind you of a few things and how I'm seeing things come full circle right now. Full circle kind of thing. Back in the day, my parents actually owned a real estate brokerage. They started as an independent, then franchise, then started buying some other offices. When they retired, when they sold their brokerage, they had eight offices. And when they started, they ran what people would call very traditional real estate brokerage in today's standards. It was a 50-50 split, but they took care of everything for the agents. The agents didn't get nickeled and dime. They took care of the advertising, care of the signs. Agents didn't have to pay for printing. Agents didn't have to pay for stamps. My parents' brokerage paid for everything and the agents got to focus on selling real estate, giving high level of service to their clients, working the transaction. And during this time, another model started to come into play, a 100% model. This would be, I would say, in the early 90s. And so my parents had to start to adapt as did every real estate brokerage owner at that time. As you start to give a higher and higher split to the agents, you have less resources that provide them. So if the agent wants a better split, you have to take away some of the things in order to maintain profitability, give or take, basic supply and demand, basic budgeting. And this shift kept happening more and more and more. And I would say almost the majority of the real estate brokerages in today's market are some sort of 100% or some sort of capping that's going on. And maybe that kind of worked, that might've been good for some agent, but there was a lot of agents that didn't really want that responsibility. They they just wanted to sell real estate. They didn't want to worry about everything else that came with running the business. They just wanted to be real estate. So then teams started to become a big thing. And basically, teams are what replaced the traditional brokerage. If you were to compare what a huge producing team does today to what my parents did with all of their agents and the eight offices that they had back in the day, I mean, there's not much different. So things haven't changed that much. The more things change, the more they stay the same. But what we're starting to see is that these teams are starting to realize as they get bigger and bigger, 
there's not as much profitability as they thought that would be there. Expenses keep going up, cost of sales keep going up, agents want more and more things on these teams. There's outside pressure of competition. So just the way that the traditional brokerage, the 50-50 split kind of was a thing of the past, I'm starting to wonder what is going to be the future of team. So first let's look at the assumptions that I'm using to fill in this chart. Where do these numbers come from? We gotta start from someplace. My first assumption is the average sales price is $450,000. If your price is higher than that, account for it. If your price is lower than that, account for it. I don't need to hear anything in the comments of like, oh, well, our number is higher than that. I also don't need to hear like, oh, our numbers are higher than that. You're so lucky that you sell such high price homes. Don't need to hear it. Not the point of this video. You're missing it. These aren't your numbers. Relate and assimilate. Totally assimilated. Make them make sense for you. My numbers. Make them make sense for you. Relate and assimilate. Average commission I have at two and a half percent. So that gives us an average GCI gross closed income of $11,000. Those are my assumptions. They're not yours. Relate and assimilate. I will say if you catch something wrong with my math, if you catch something wrong with my addition, multiplication, you can call me out on that. But I don't need to hear that you don't like my percentage. Change them then. If you don't like my numbers, make your own numbers. Make your own video. Do this yourself. I don't need to hear any negative feedback that you don't like my numbers. Go do your own. Relate and assimilate. The world does not need more negativity. And like I said, my numbers are based upon my research, my context, my content. Do your own video based upon your own context, your own research of the content that you're looking at. So if my numbers don't add up and they don't make sense at the bottom and you catch something, go ahead and call me out on that. I'm open to that. But if you don't like the percentages, keep it to yourself or go make your own video. One last thing I want to share before I get into the numbers, something to consider. And maybe you didn't consider this when you got into real estate or you're thinking about getting into real estate because you like homes and you like people and you think you can earn a nice income. Lucky for you, I recently got my real estate license. Another reason why I'm doing this video is you can start to decide if real estate is really the right career for you. Does it make financial sense on what you want to achieve, what your goals are in life? And then the next thing is, are you making a professional level of profit? How could you start making a professional level of profit? Are you ever going to make a professional level of profit in real estate? A lot of times it's not as easy as it sounds. We hear real estate is easy. It's easy to sell a home. The market's hot right now. Home prices are so high. Real estate is a great way to make a living. Word of caution on that is most of the budget model for real estate brokerages or even the real estate industry is based upon agent count. How many people come in so we can get money from them? We can extract a monthly cost, and then that helps our bottom line. Most of the industry's model is not based upon results. It's based upon getting the credit card from a real estate agent and then charging them monthly. So what I'm saying is the more agents in the industry, the better for a lot of vendors and the people at the very top of the industry, which actually means more competition, less transactions for you. And the reality is real estate is tough. There's no security here. There's no bi-weekly paycheck. There's no pension. There's no retirement. You're not going to get a matching 401k. There's no health insurance. There's not a lot of benefit from being a real estate agent. And I just don't see enough real estate agents asking 
Does the bottom line, what I'm taking home at the end of the day, at the end of the year, does it really make sense for the amount of risk that I'm taking? Am I really getting a reward, especially considering that all these other financials and burdens are falling on me, like retirement, like my health insurance? So that's enough soapboxing for now. Thanks for showing up. But remember, showing up is only half the battle. If you're ready to take your business to the next level, schedule a level up conversation with Dorin at levelupconversation.com. And remember, keep showing up.